episode 420 of the Too Thick Pod, your home for all things sports, cards, and levity. I am Jeremy. We're joined with Manny and our guest today, the one, the only, the infamous Michigander at Trees Collectibles. How are you, sir? How's it going there, boys? Thanks for having me on. You're popping my cherry. This is pretty exciting. Oh my goodness. It's 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 gotta be a little cold. I see you got a little fucking drip on the neck. You've got you sent us swag. Usually people come on the pod and we send them swag. You were like proactive. You had came in a nice package. We opened it up. There was some some delicacies that weren't aren't available for the kids and these <laughs> these dope packs. So yeah, here yeah. we are. Wait till Ship Shawana rolls around and bring something for you too. <laughs> rolls around. <laughs> Um, no, he's also told us that he's not even wearing pants to this this uh, this uh, episode, so I'm pretty pumped about that as well. well. I was like a motherfucking wore, gangster, dude. I wouldn't even have wore this jacket if I knew I only gonna see my face right here. I'm trying to like <laughs> get this ice up in here and get a little drippy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Uh, we've we've been knowing trees for quite some time, and when we reached out, he was like, "Man, nobody cares about what I have to say," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" The one thing that sticks out to me is you just look like you're having fun man and it is so refreshing you're not pushing anything like one day you're taking a shit and you're a teenage mutant ninja turtle one day you're holding a turtle crossing the road one day you're fucking petting a cat you know wishing it you know off into heaven one day you're, you're breaking cards one day you're breaking into the collectible after party at national one day you're you're maybe inebriated over here like you look like you're having fun man and fun. sometimes what's supposed to be a hobby becomes a fucking downright bore it, it's not fun and people gravitate towards like authenticity and fun and i think it's it's perfectly good fucking cool you've got breaking bad you've got potluck in the background you got turtles you got tacos like you are a wild man so there's my boys uh walter and jesse right there <laughs> hey it's a shameless plug but uh crazy eight you know max arcinega is a friend of mine so oh that's sweet yeah yeah I got Gustova. I got the switchblade over there. Gus Spring autograph too. So man, you've been, it's not game used in, though. <laughs> you've been in the game for a long time, dude. How'd you get started? Back in 1990, with my dad. This how everybody does, you know. Dad's collecting cards. You think it's cool. You like sports. Just rolls into that, and then you grow up a little bit, and don't know if it becomes nerdy or not. You know, getting into the teens and. Experience some other things. Mm -hmm. Rolls back around. 2015, I got back into it from Connor McDavid. And then Dylan Larkin, which I don't like that guy here in Michigan. Not a fan of him. But <laughs> I spent tons of money chasing him when I was chasing the wrong guy. But it got me to meet, like, so many amazing people in this hobby, which, like you were saying earlier about having fun, I have fun just going to the shows and hanging out and walking over to your table, BSing with you guys and joking around and even like with me and ryan rad sports cards at our table everywhere i go he's there and we're over there playing and joking around with you know flicking each other's nipples having fun and some people maybe walk away but 95 percent of the people are laughing and they're like man i want to hang out with these guys that's why i want to make it that way where it's not no pressure to buy anything sometimes i think i shoot myself in the foot because i give better deals away than what you're supposed to but you're flipping you're making money you're moving cards making people happy you're happy can't lose in my opinion what I, what i like about your like when you're at a card show i'm like i gotta go see trees's collection right now because you have like the most unique stuff in your collection in your showcase you have uh sealed vhs is a bat was it batman and all those yeah i got a batman beta 
or beta. Yeah, that... I can't speak either, so that's my <laughs> You'll fit right yeah. in here on this program, yeah. sir. <laughs> Bat, you had Batman. You have like hockey cards that I've never seen because I'm not really into hockey. But I, this was before I even knew you. I went up to you on um, the first ship, Shawana, and seeing interactions when you're doing you're doing a big LeBron James auto um trade, and uh, the guy walks away. And you're just like, you look at Ryan and you're like, did I win that trade? I don't even know if I won that trade. <laughs> and that, that made, I was like, I like this guy a lot. Like he's just having fun. I come in you and Ryan are giving each other nookies when I walk up um, yep. front flips, trying to get people. Um, and also Ryan saying that you sell too low and it's just a, it's a fun thing. Like he's he just gets mad. Cause I got the card so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and so. He didn't get them cheap. <laughs> no. You know, I, the one thing that I, you know, Manny caught a lot of love on social media when he was talking about like just sharing experiences that he had. And we've all done a deal when we walk away and we actually say, did, did, did I win that or did I get my ass handed to me? And, and to just be open and honest about that. I wish there was more of that, because if you go on all like the, the influencers, they win every deal. They're better and smarter than everybody. They're out in front of everything. And it's like, man, if people would share their losses and shine a show like how they learn, no, nobody just started perfect. Be relatable as hell as you can to people. You know, like I'm not trying to be better than anybody. I am the nerdiest person there, and sometimes the loudest, the most annoying. But it's I'm trying, just having fun. You know, it's that's what it's about. I'm trying, yeah. We got into this hobby to try to make money. Like when I got it back into actually like making money into this, I was just trying to make a twenty dollar card and maybe it turned into forty dollars. And now it's four thousand. You know, and it's like I don't know if I should sell it. I'm gonna hold it, bro. <laughs> you're up that much like you can give the dude another you can give him 500 dollars off a deal or something yeah in case it does go down or it goes up and he'll come back around and that's what i want i just want repetitive business at shows and in and, and to informate people you know mm -hmm. a lot of people like you were saying about hockey what 95 percent of the market doesn't do hockey if we went to canada right now to one of their shows it would be five percent football baseball and basketball and 95 percent hockey like oh, everyone yeah. in the U.S. would be pissed going over there and like, oh, I just wasted my time. But you would have one of the best showcases. I swear you have like 50. I would have Connor, no money. 50 <laughs> Connor McDavid autos that I'm like looking at them. and I'm, It's like it feels like a museum when I come over. Um, and LeBron James auto. You just showed us. What was it? You want to show that card you just showed yeah, us exactly. that you just picked up? Like this is stuff that you just see in his showcase. No, no big deal. And, and him and his friend Ryan are oh, just big, wrestling. There's the biggest influencer right there, Biz Nasty. Biz Nasty from Barstool. Pink yeah. Whitney. So that's a pretty cool one. That, that's, I love that. He's awesome. And that's just the stuff I like to look for. You don't see that in the showcase. or. But uh, here's the LeBron that I got at the ship show raw and then just slabbed it. Look at that. We were, we, we were brought up to, like, get some black refractors in LeBron James, and I, I was like, I can't afford that. <laughs> Jeremy, I sent the, it was your friend. Um, oh yeah, Lily, Lily graphs. Yeah, <laughs> we sent him. I sent him to Jeremy. I was like, he's the high roller. And oh, dude, Jeremy, he's an awesome collection. He does. He's so dude, sweet. he 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 laid his dick on the table with that little Zion case. Like I, you know, when everything's like 15, 25, 30, he's not talking about 30 bucks, he's talking about G's, baby. I, I don't even want to trade, and then you see these seven year old kids come up and they're like, plop on the table. Can I put this on the table? Yeah, go ahead. I want seven grand for this. Ten. I'm like, bro. At your age, I was still playing with Ninja Turtles, man. I was trying to get me in the foot foot soldier collection. You're but still awesome. playing. With, you're still playing with Ninja Turtles. Don't lie. 
I like, I like, uh, oh, yeah. Trees was like, yeah, I'm trading, trading for fucking dead presidents, man. <laughs> that was my biggest thing. I, I, when I go on a podcast or I wasn't going to go on to someone's always going to ask, like, what are you investing in? And that's what I was going to say. Just dead presidents, man. Cause I really don't know. It's just whatever catches my eye or what's fun and interesting at the moment. Like one time, two years ago at the national, I had a Chris Evans, Captain America autographed movie ticket come up to my table. And I'm like, he's like, did you trade for this? Yeah, yeah, or I'm buying that thing. It's not leaving my table. Like, <laughs> that's the cool shit I want people to see. Like, once I get through like my normal inventory, I want to bring showcases. That's just where people are just like, "Wow, that's cool." How many shows a year do you do? I tried it. Like this year, it's been insane. I did a lot of out of town shows, but I tried to. From now on, like I'm a ship Shawana person for sure. The Michigan shows around here, like Troy, and I used to do Troy and. Uh, I can't think of the one down the river. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. But it just, it's the same people. It's boring. If we could get our own, like, Michigan show here and have it where there's TVs playing for the sports on Saturday and Sunday and be able to have beers and drink there just like it is at National, people are going to spend more money. People are going to hang around a lot longer. They're not going to leave at one. It's more fun. It's You're literally, it's just like hanging out bonfire or in the bar with the boys, drinking beer, talking about sports. I mean, that's what we ended up doing at Ship Shawana. We ended up staying at the lobby at the hotel till like two o'clock in the morning, drinking, ripping wax, pricing cards. And even though trade night was was really fun at Ship Shawana, being able to relax, have a drink, you know, sit somewhere where it had more than one bathroom was, yeah. uh, you know, just a good time. And there was the TV if you want. If there was a sporting event on, you could have on. Yeah, it's chill. You know, it's fun. That's the whole thing. The trade nights, I love trade night. I just get weary with having cards laying out like that all the time. You know, and I had a situation at this last show where. Someone set one of my cards down and set their cards on top and then walked away. And I caught them, but it's like, I don't know if it was a mistake because, hey, I make mistakes too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, but it's just like people always got to watch out. We I were on high. The one that told me that last time. Yeah, well, because these, uh, these case hits walked up to our table and the guy wanted too much. He came back like an hour later and got to my number. I bought them, and they were they were so awesome, man. Like a Kobe, Steph, these sketch cards. And we were excited to show them off. And we get a call like, hey, those were stolen from another vendor's table. And the kid moved around and sold them to us. So we sent the cards back. And, uh, you know, we, like you, ident- you identified the guy. And he never came over to our table, which leads me to believe that he was probably, probably the culprit. Well, yeah. he was next to our table, and Courtney and, and Stephen were on, like, alert of them and Courtney thinks that the guy next to him was the actual guy that sold her those sketch cards so if we see him again we need to tell them right when we see him yeah and Trees brings up a good point like having cards laying out I had both my kid that my two oldest kids my wife and Manny and I was constantly like I like to see the good in people but the reality is there's some sleaze bags out there and I try to do good by people you guys try to do good by people it's just, it's really unfortunate that, you know, there's people out there that's going to start steal my hard-earned money, your hard-earned money. You know, Manny, Manny was born with a silver spoon, so he's never had to really work for anything. So he can't <laughs> it's really. Hard. You got your face in your phone a lot, you know, looking at comps or checking eBay and these people know what's up, mm-hmm. you know, like they scout us and they, they've been doing it. And, and what sucks, it's a lot of these younger kids. Mm-hmm. So you, you've mentioned inventory and you're doing shows. How does Trees Collectibles get new inventory? Like, what's your buying and selling process like? Well, my, because you have too much fucking heat, dude, for somebody that does Ship Shawana four times a year. 
So my favorite thing that I like to do is all like my dollar bin cards or when I get lower end slabs back from PSA or BGS, I'll go through them. And if they're lower end, you know, under I do the under hundred dollar box, let's say for slabs, anything that in this box is a hundred dollars, I'll take it to the ship Shawana show or a show or two. And if whatever doesn't sell after those shows, I send the com C. So com C I don't know if anybody's not familiar with that or familiar with it, but you send your cards there. You pay for like slabs. I'll pay the $2 and get them listed in two weeks. I don't have to worry about shipping. I don't have to worry about nothing. They put, take a picture, post it. All you got to do is post the price. And if there's one posted on ComC, they'll post that price for you to gauge your cards off of. So you can go, Oh, this dude wants 200. This card's only a $50 card. I can price it at 40. So I've been doing that for the past, since 2015, and I'm over 125K on there, which isn't a lot, but that's all the lower end cards that are the bargain bins, the dollar cards that just sit at every show. And I take those cards and then have a few Coronas, hmm. go go fishing on ComC. Yep. And that's where, you know, you turn, and then which is cool on that, if you buy cards off ComC, you don't ever get a 1099 unless you cash your money out. So for the past five years, on all that money that I just even say over a hundred grand, I never had to pay any kind of tax on that because I bought cards off ComC like Luca autographs, Steve Eiserman out of ten. That's nasty. You know, I like these like the EPAC achievement cards where you have to combine a whole set to get a future watch of Thanos. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of cool, crazy cards. Same with like a Spider-Man future watch card. Like you don't see those at shows, and then that's really fun. Just even when the kids, like that's what I seen at Ship Shawana this time. Was, there was a lot of kids that were coming up asking for like Marvel cards and like just cool, fun cards. So I went on Com C this last week, and I bought all kinds of like acetate Mickey Mouse cards, Disney cards, any kind of Jersey cards from Marvel, five dollars and under, so I can have cheaper cards just for the kids. And what I'm going to do on that box is if you're 12, 12 years and older, it's double the price. So that the older people like our age can't go in there and fish those those cards out for the kids. I like that. So it's yeah. you know I just want to do something fun for them because I it's hard for them to buy a hundred dollar slab. Sure. And I'm unless they, unless they have a case. Unless yeah. they have a Zion case, they need to pay triple. Yeah, I seen a few dads drop a couple hundred dollars on some cards. I was just like, damn, I was going to give you a discount, but yeah. <laughs> threw the money cool. at me. Cool. So you get that in, you grade quite a bit, man. Do you like you do bulk submissions too, or you just hooking the homies up, or how does that work? I swear, like once a week, you've got something coming back from somewhere. Well, yeah, a lot of that's from the Marks fiasco still coming in from that, which I'm thankful and glad. Like I had a lot of people even because I was messaging him when that went down too, and I had a lot of people messaging me saying, "Man, you should say this to him and say that," and I'm like, "Dude, if I get him upset, I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot and not be able to get my numbers." and work with him to, and everyone's like, Oh, he stole this card. And he stole, Hey, all my cards are there. Yep. You know, it's just some homie got in over his head and made a huge mistake. And you know, like, but yeah, so I, I do my own BGS submissions. I've been doing that since 2015 as well. Um, PSA I've used Harbro used everybody in the game. And I just finally said, you know what? Screw it. I just signed up for my own PSA thing, my own PSA now. So I do my own, submissions for that as well but i still use harbro for like my like i got these cool things which is you can send funko pops in that are autographed oh, that's and they'll cool. pick them up 
That's sweet. <laughs> so I just gave him six Marvel ones that were all like the Marvel superheroes that played the characters. So I'm like, I think that's pretty sweet for your movie room or something like that. Just something different in your collectibles room because cards are collectibles and card, you know, it goes hand in hand. Well, I do want to say that you did say something important that I want people to listen and I wanted to bring it out. Trees does not sit on anything that he could turn. He's and that's my big problem is I I'll, I'll sit on stuff like the lower end stuff I'll and I get stuck. Floor. You know what I mean? Like, no, like the stuff for Com C, I don't I see yeah. if I can't sell it at a show, I'm still sitting on it. And I'm like, how am I supposed to sell this? There's your option. If you want to get some funds for, Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. You, can, you can cash it out for, it's just kind of, it's the same as PayPal. It might be 1% or eBay. It's like selling on eBay. It might mm-hmm. be 1% more, but again, no shipping. No yep. returns, no crack slabs, no no BS with anybody. I've never had – you always hear stories here, well, it takes long for shipping and blah, blah, blah. Well, I've never had a problem with shipping, never had a problem with Com C. If I had a damaged card, they'd give me my money, refund it back or partially refund it, but I've never had a problem with them. It's an awesome way to move your lower-end stuff or – like I'll even send – some like my couple thousand dollar cards to ComC just because they don't move at shows, get more eyes on them. Mm-hmm. And what ComC does, they'll post those cards on eBay as well. But if you they have it for four thousand dollars on ComC, they'll put it at forty five hundred just so that they make their money on it. Obviously, covers fees and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's a great option, a great way, even just to find cards too, cheap cards. Because you yeah. can buy them, say twenty dollars, and the next week you have it listed for seventy and it sells. You just made fifty bucks. That's awesome. I'm not that cool person to where I flip cards like that because I usually find cards to send them back and get graded because hockey's mm-hmm. great on there. People are from Canada or EPAC. You can usually get PSA 10s pretty easily off there because it takes it costs so much money for Canadians to grade from BGS or PSA. So they just send it to EPAC or from EPAC, which is opening the packs on Upper Deck. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then they just send it right to Com C and the stuff's never even been really even packed in a pack that's awesome i think it's awesome we talk about on every episode like what we're doing what's going on what's working for us what's not working and that's one thing that i never hear anybody talking about like i know the real 27 guy did a pod on com c but like com c i feel is incredibly slept on can't tell my underwear sorry no, it's okay. <laughs> well he also said I, I got a little tidbit in this too um well he said that he puts it. He could go on ComC, price it at four thousand. eBay's forty five hundred. So there's a little trick too. If if you see a card that has that ComC, go to ComC and buy it. <laughs> Just yes, and on I, that too. Like I'm I, over here buying cards on eBay from ComC. Now I'm paying extra. No wonder I can never make any money. And the best thing about that too is you can just have all your cards sit in your account and just pay a one time. Like say you got twenty cards you want to ship, ten bucks to ship them all. Instead of that $3 add on the $4. So it really adds up for shows, especially when you're doing shows. It's just, it's fun to find cards. If you could type in, just say even like achievements. And that's mm-hmm. where all the EPAC achievements have come up to where you can only get those and redeem those on that EPAC, which people don't really understand the EPAC thing a lot. But you're not just going to go into a store and pull the Spider-Man Future Watch anywhere. No. And, and once this is open and all that, they're not making these anymore, you know? So it's the pop on those are just so low and I don't know, it's just cool and weird and different. I think it's a good strategy. Cause if you look right over my shoulder, that closet's all cards. It's just sitting. And mm-hmm. every time I, it's, it's like peace of mind to know that you have inventory, but also 
bothers the shit out of me that I've got money just sitting there. And I, like, I, I, my money's my hoe. I want that. I want that hoe working. You know what I mean? Bro, your one podcast when you had bro name it, Brandon, my boy, that's always taken care of me since I met him. Shout out. I've been a culprit, like you were saying, man. Yeah, I held on to cards that, like we were just saying before this podcast. So this perfect example, I bought a LeBron. Chrome rookie for 400 raw, graded it, came back a nine. What were they doing? Like eight grand at one point? Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to stash this away. This is the uh, Michael Jordan rookie, and it's going to be a million dollars one day. And now they're down to two grand. I sold it for four grand, so it's like, eh, I still made my money. And yeah. even, at, even at two grand, I would still make my money. So it's like, how can you be mad? I was hoping that $400 card was going to be 500 or 600 Sure. That is uh... – I, I, it bothers me, man. Like I'll have deals fall apart over like when I even get remotely close to somebody, I already know it's going to be a deal. I'll give up the couple of dollars or I'll, I'll spend a couple extra dollars if it's what I want. It always like, I'll watch people let five, 10, 20 bucks crumble like a four figure deal. And it's like, we'll do this card and I need $20 cash. Wait, really? <laughs> $20 cash though. Like I'll do the like, hey, if we're if we're like, I want a couple more bucks. I'm like, just give me a dollar more. That way, psychologically, I feel like I got the win and I can walk away. <laughs> and, you know, they're always like, they're always gonna be like, they're not gonna let a deal go to shit over a buck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I just do now, I honestly, what's, I don't know if it hurts me or, I don't deal with anybody at shows that I don't know that I haven't messaged or messed around with on Instagram. You, I hate to say it, and I'm going to hurt people's feelings, but you get the best deals when you actually mess with your boys, mm-hmm. your true boys, you know, and your ladies in the hobby that actually give you good deals and want your your friends. Like I said, if I, you know, I, like I got that card for 400 and the thing's selling for 10 grand, I'm not going to sell it to my friend for 10 grand. Obviously, my friend's going to understand if this guy's going to give me 10 grand. And I'm like, yo, bro, you can have it for eight. Well, I'm always trying to hook my friends up or buy from you guys, you know, or my other friends. It's or it's good karma, up. man. And and yep. big ups to Bro Namath because I've learned a lot from him just the way he looks at money. And it was unique relative to the way I looked at money. But when we bought the Jordan at National, that Jordan Auto, mm-hmm. that like I got an incredible Huge. homeboy hookup. Yeah. And you, you would have never gotten that anywhere else. Never. And and I didn't even buy the damn thing. He said, here, here's the number. And I'm like, well, that's a number that I know I'm going to make happen. And somebody actually tried to buy the card at asking. He said, no, this card's already sold. So he gave up like... like Perfect example. Like three Gs and extra money in his pocket. Pulled it out, came over and put it in my pocket and said, just, you know, pay me whenever. Yeah, it's that's the connections that I love in this hobby, though, that we make. In my opinion, those car- these cards, it's awesome making money. But the best thing I've gotten out of this hobby is the friendships and you guys. Like, like seriously, I really love my friends in the hobby. With the depression that goes on in my life, if it wasn't for our chats, our chat rooms, these things that we hang out at, at the card shows, having a drink, getting food, because everybody thinks we party party at card shows, and we're dead <laughs> tired because we bust our ass. Not Jeremy. He parties. Oh, yeah, he parties. He parties. Yeah, he <laughs> but the people in the hobby are the best, man. Like, it's... I have true family and brothers in this hobby that I could call if I needed anything at any moment and they would be there or they'd wire me something if I needed it or it's awesome. Yeah. I would say other than a couple of like close personal friends, my best friends now are hobby people. And we're the most, and, and we can get together and we, we can get together and shoot the shit or do something. It doesn't even have to be card related, but it was cardboard that brought us together. Yeah. Well, I kind of get bored with people that don't really mess with cards. They're like, what do you do? Oh, 
<laughs> sports cards. It's either they're like, oh, that's awesome, and they pull up the seat really close, or they're like, mm. <laughs> I was looking for that pissed off girl. One of my my wife's friends would be like, yeah, my husband's got these cards. Okay, I'm coming over and checking those out. <laughs> and so you just what, don't have it. Like I said, we bring it back. You don't have any cards. I was looking at your Instagram. You have like Bart Simpson cards. Like those are sick. Yeah, and, uh, crazy shit. That's that's what I'm saying. You guys gotta come over one time and we'll get dinner and we can even just podcast here and yeah, go crazy here and go through some bunch of weird shit that I have. That's my whole thing. Like even like I've been seeing everyone do the tickets thing, so I jumped on the the Marvel movie tickets. That's nasty. So that's I yeah, He's just pulling up everything we don't see every day. Yeah, if, you're, if you're listening, come to YouTube and look at this stuff. Yeah. This is autographed by Josh Brolin that played Thanos. So it's like I see everybody getting these movie tickets, or not movie tickets, but, you know, first game tickets. And I was like, maybe I'm going to try to stir up the pot and get some Marvel tickets and get them autographed by the actual characters that played. Because they're the first characters in a sense, right? And Oh, yeah. Like I got Robert Downey Jr. autographed cards of uh, Iron Man coming back here soon, so those will be at Chip Shawana. What are the cards that you have in your possession that would be really tough for you to move? That you truly have like a connection to, and you, you'd prefer to hang on to, but if the if the money's right, you're going to move it. I don't know. In the past couple of months, that's made me realize that if someone made me an offer on anything, I'd move it. But man, if it's one. I got a Carrie Underwood autograph rookie card, man, from American Idol. I just you don't see that stuff. No. Even I got Buffy the Vampire Slayer autograph card that they just don't pop up, and that's why I just like to have something weird. And but yeah, I don't know. Money says money talks, so if it, I'll sell this jacket right. Hey, you want this necklace? Hey, give me that underwear that you're wearing right now. I got a game used. <laughs> It is definitely yeah, you, make sure you follow Trees Collectibles on OnlyFans. We can buy the used drawers. I need some new drawers and socks. I'm over here buying four thousand dollar cards. I got holes in my underwear and socks. What the fuck's hey, going the, on? The, the, struggle, the struggle is real, man. It is. I and you know you're in this shit. You know you're in this shit. I don't know anybody's like personal. I know like how Manny operates with his money and no, same here. And it's like you know when you're like willing to sacrifice shit that everybody else wants because you want to buy a piece of cardboard that you're like you're in it. Oh, oh yeah. I'm almost about to make that mistake tonight after I get off this podcast and buy this Deadpool Wade Wilson Ryan Reynolds autograph. Oh Ryan Reynolds, That's, man, he makes me hot. Yeah, I get. I'm already sweating right now. I know, bro. I got whoo. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Jesus, him and fucking Ant Man, bro. Let's. <laughs> Hey, so what's the deal? Manny was like gung-ho the last four days once we confirmed with you. He's like, Trees loves cereal. He loves yes. cereal. What's the deal with the cereal? Man, I was poor growing up, man. That's what I had for dinner, breakfast, lunch, snack. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just – sometimes we have that fend for yourselves night, you know, when I don't want to cook and Mama don't want to cook and yep. Jade's over there bouncing off the walls. And I'm like, yo, cereal, bro. That's what you're having. But yeah, Cookie Crisp, Fruity Pebbles, Golden Grams. What's the top five? Top five. Those three for sure. Man, I, I like marshmallows. Have you tried that uh, Fruity Pebbles marshmallow lately? Or the new one? Uh, I saw it yesterday. I went <laughs> yesterday. I bought like five cereals because you were going to be on. <laughs> I got excited. What? What? Have you? Are you a Fruity Pebbles fan? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I, actually, with that, I'll add one. Probably Count Chocula. Ooh, that one's good. I'll, yeah, remember when they had Frankenberry and 
Frankenberry and Blueberry, I think it was. Man, that's poor, man. I love all that shit. <laughs> Dude, the best with Count Chocula is like. Hey, you weren't that poor if you had sugar cereal. We had just like the plain toasted oats, and you had to put like a tablespoon of sugar on that shit to like make it good. <laughs> the Captain Crunch that comes in the freaking three pound bag that mom's like, that's Captain Crunch. No, it's not. <laughs> now that my kids get this cereal, in the man, it's. It's like Lucky Charms and Cocoa Puffs all in one. It's like the 10 cereals that I could never have as a kid in one bag. And so, like, when my kids bitch and complain, I just want to beat the shit out of them. Like, you have no idea, man. Well, no, that and Pop-Tarts, too, man. There was only two Pop-Tarts back then when I was a kid. It was cinnamon and it was s'mores, or, or actually three, I'm sorry, and chocolate. Well, that maple, what is it, brown sugar, too, right? Yeah, that's the cinnamon I was thinking, brown oh, sugar. okay, yeah. Yeah, that's wicked. That's my dad, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you ever have spam growing up? I had it one time, and I think that's when I started. I changed my life right there. I was like, we ain't doing this anymore. We just, I was like, Mom, I'm going to the streets. We went from talking to $4,000 to $5,000 cards to who's the poorest growing up. Talking about no, spam. I, hey, let me tell you, you experienced spam. like Because people think I'm crazy for certain stuff, but I'm like, I grew up doing spam. I'm not doing that shit ever again. So like, like I, I'll just like up and be like, I'm flying first class. I don't care what it costs. I just don't want to deal with this shit right now. He's the most bougie person in the world, Trees. We were on the boardwalk, and you in National, you were uh, you uh, walked the boardwalk. Hell this yeah! I saw, I saw I saw his nipples. He, we yeah, were collectible. Yeah. He, he, he was throwing a temper temper tantrum walking the boardwalk because there was too many birds around him, and the birds were attacking him during the, the night. <laughs> no, no, during the day. The day. I was gonna say I didn't see. I, yeah, I didn't walk during the day. I was I was working. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. This is when we yeah, tried. Let me tell you something. Else. Everybody that hyped Atlantic City up to I, I have a fondness, a place of love for Las Vegas in my heart. Like that's gonna be retirement land for us. And we've yeah. often looked at buying property out there. And everybody's like, Atlantic City is very similar. I got up there. I'm like, this place is a shithole. And I'm walking on the boardwalk with these rats with wings. Just flying everywhere. There's nowhere to eat. The people are all fucking like cracked out. I'm like, saw, I just wasn't enjoying myself. We saw a mom stripping for her son. Like oh it was God. like a five, eight-year-old kid, and she was dancing in a bikini in front of him. And we're like, what is going on? I heard some bro. bro she was wearing skin tone, <laughs> skin tone. So at first, like at a glance, if you were just like that, like, oh, she's naked. And then like she was like like grinding and like dancing on her kid. I'm like, oh, he's fucked. We went and got massages on the boardwalks too. So we were we had we had them Asian ladies walking on our backs, and I walked out of that thing sweating like I just had a, a marathon going on. Man, it was it was it was fun though. I I heard a lot of. I don't like. I would never want to go back to Atlantic City, but I didn't hate it. See, I, I enjoyed walking the land. I enjoyed walking the boardwalk and try. Like we went one night when everyone was at the casinos, or it was UFC night. I'm like, all right, I'm grabbing a slice of pizza. Walk to the next one. I'm grabbing a Philly cheesesteak. And me and my boy, we literally were splitting everything just so we could, like, you know. Experience everything. Yeah, it's just, I love food. I don't care. On vacations, anywhere I go, I don't care about. I go to London. I don't even care about any of the Eiffel Towers and shit or France, any of that shit. I just want food. Give me some french fries. Give him some fish and chips and spotted dick. He's going to be all right. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, give me that. Let's do I, I do want to change it into hockey though, because I'm excited. I Jeremy, me and Jeremy don't know too much of hockey. And I know you're like the you know a ton of like Red Wings hockey, right? The past of Red Wings and all that. And you brought up Dylan Larkin. 
I talk to my friends that are huge Red Wings fans, and I tell them that last season was the time to trade them to get the best value for your buck. And Dylan, they, I would say they almost killed me for it. So I want to, I want to explain, like, what, like, who's the, who's the, like, a sneaky pick for you to buy, and why don't you like Dylan Larkin? It's kind of my two questions. Red Wings right now, like the pick, I, everyone's high. But see, that's the thing when, like, right now, it, everything's just so high. Mm-hmm. When I see young guns for $70, $100, and they're just dudes that are literally second year, I'm just like, they're just going to keep coming down. They're not Connor McDavid status. So, I don't know. If it's Red Wing-wise, I would just – I'd follow what these guys are saying with Raymond and Cider. But Larkin – so, we went to – he does these uh, summer camp, not summer camps, but uh, joins uh, like a men's beer league to keep in shape or whatever. And he was at this all-star game at Mount Clemens Ice Arena. And me and Rad Sports Cards Ryan, we were hanging, waiting around to get his autograph with a bunch of probably like five to ten year old kids. And obviously, if I don't get his autograph, okay, cool. But he literally walked out of the locker room after an hour of waiting, walked right up to these kids, and he's like, "No, I got places to be," and just left them and didn't sign shit for him. And I'm not joking. I had his PC. I had of him. Like I had Upper Deck send me like free shit in the mail for. Dylan Larkin day because I was like his number one collector and I sold everything. Oh, I don't like him. And I, I, the way that he just treated that situation, mm-hmm. I really would, I would say to him, be like, that's why you don't have this. That's why you didn't have to see that one season, bro. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't yeah, do that. Kids. That's yeah. That's kids. Like that's a kid experience. Like that's your idol. And you're just treating them like crap like that. How do you think they respond? That sticks with the kid man forever. You know, I've had, Grown men like our age tell me stories of like the baseball players back in the day that were assholes to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd make me stop collecting your card. Yeah, I mean, I I was Jeremy treated me like an asshole when uh, we first met. He was like, "Who are you?" And I the Shishawana incident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's pooping in my toilet. <laughs> that, hey, you know what? You're hating on that, but that was a very smart move. I was in with my wife. And two kids, and I wanted some privacy. I think anybody with a sound mind would make that same decision. We should just get a freaking Airbnb at an Amish resort. Break yeah. some cards with Ishmael. They probably <laughs> bust out like six freaking Jordan rookies. Like, yo, my daddy's got this over here. <laughs> be like, yo, bro, you need to grade this ASAP. He's like, what's grading? Yeah. We're going to be best friends. I'm about to just get you a brand new house with electric. Yeah. Amish cars. Hey, don't don't yeah. get it twi- don't get it twisted. Brother Yoder's got some money, dude. I seen one pull up at the gas station and hop out of his wagon. I'm just like, man, those look like 36s, man. Those are fresh. He had rims on his carriage. They were the spokes. They were spokes. <laughs> I am like the least outdoorsy person. I would never be a farmer. But every time I'm on my way to Shipshawan and I'm leaving, I'm like, damn, their properties look nice, man. Isn't it the most like, relaxing drive yes. home? Like, coming in in the mornings, like, when we used to just drive in on the actual show days, when it would, like, winter last year, the very show first show when it just snowed, it was so beautiful. It's just, I don't know, it's almost like a relaxing day at the spa going into the show and then leaving, too. I don't know, it's just fun. We always just make it a trip like that. We always stop somewhere, stop at that... uh a Mexican place every time when we leave the show. Close Trace. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, there's a brewery that has incredible food. Unfortunately, it closes like on Saturdays at like seven, eight o'clock, and I think it's closed on Sunday. So a couple shows ago, 
they did the show on a Saturday and we were staying the night. So it was so nice to get done at like three, four o'clock. Like you said earlier, you're fucking exhausted, right? Because you're on your feet. Dude, we went, we had a couple of drinks, had some like real legitimate good food. And I swear we were back at the hotel and Courtney was sleeping by like seven, seven thirty. Oh, hell yeah. That those shows do it to you, man. When you people don't really under my wife doesn't get it that talking to people and being alert, like you said to Manny, right? And you told me the last show, and I said it to Ryan. I go, if you're not up off your feet talking and interacting with people, you're not going to make sales. Mm-mm. You know, and it, it sucks. Like when I want to come talk to you guys because I'm bored over there, I ain't going to make sales. But it, so I'm like, but you can't have your face down. You got to always say hi. Just talk to people. People don't yeah. even. Half the people that you even just say, hey, how you doing? They don't even get that from half the dealers. And that's what I even see when I go to people. People are like, man. I'm like, bro, I'm about to try to spend a couple grand with you, and you can't even say hi to me? Yeah, exactly. I hate that's that. That's my biggest gripe with local shows. You go there. Nobody's like most – not everybody, but most people aren't prepared. And they act like they hate that they're there. Yeah, or that I like you're, you're annoying them. Like I'm walking around with thousands of dollars of my hard-earned money that I'm potentially willing to spend with you, and you don't even – you're annoyed that I'm asking you about a card that's not priced. Like my yep. bad. Exactly. That's why I have, that's the other thing that really pisses me off. And that's my biggest pet peeve in the hobby is when you don't price cards. If you can't take the time to price out cards and you shouldn't really be selling cards because you're not, my time is valuable. So if I'm walking through a show, especially like national, I am looking for just hockey. So I'm like this, I'm scanning it. If I see a card and I got to sit there and wait five, 10, 15 minutes for you to price it out. And then I see you pull out a Beckett. We're the fuck out of here then, man. Because I've had that happen twice, but still, it's your time's valuable, man. Like you should know, like with the last sales comps, like every major show. Like I've been a culprit where I have prices from like two shows ago, but I tell people, I'm like, yo, I I got I'm negotiable with everything. Nothing set stone. Blah blah blah. I'll work with you. Just ask me if you like it, and then we can figure something out. Yep. After well, the time, here to talk to you. I find a common card that I know the price of pretty quickly. And if they're like two, three X that like the comp, I don't even waste my time on anything else on their table because oh, that yeah. just told me everything else is out of whack. Or, or the, or the dealer that says, what do you think? What do you want to pay on it? I'm like, I, I hate say that to my boys. This is because I'm like, yo, let's just be fair. So you're not mad at me later. Or- yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do like to your boys, but to a random person, that 100%. Didn't price it, they're, they're trying to be like, no, you tell me the comp on it. Like they're just being lazy on it. You have I'll give you it for it. I just walk away. Yeah. I can't I can't stand that stuff. You can just make your table, like you were saying, organized and inviting. You know, when you're organized and inviting and easy where you can go and go through your bargain bins and it's organized this way or by sports or teams, like man, it it helps. That's like- we've been working on putting together like a show, whether it's an actual show or a trade night. But like with like rules where your stuff has to be priced, if it's something that you can't sell, don't bring it. Like if you're upside down and you're not willing to move on it, don't bring it. And let's make the let's make it enjoyable because the reason I don't go to the Troy show anymore or the Taylor show is because I know it's gonna be the same group of people. It the is same cards. It's gonna be like pulling teeth to try to even get pricing, let alone work out a deal. So I just it, it's it's non existent. It's a half an hour from my house, I don't even go. Yeah, and nothing against the vintage stuff, but you got all the same guys that's got 13 tables there with newspaper clippings and old bats that literally I've seen for the past five years, bro. It's not selling. It's not moving. We need the younger, even these younger kids, like I say, that come up with their, they need to be setting up at shows too. Like, 
that's the future. And that, you, me, and Ryan were talking about it the other day. It's like we're over here. Me and him are making life decisions, and we buy a hobby box, or do we just buy the card, or do we buy blasters? And blasters, even man, at fifty dollars, sixty dollars a blaster, it's it's not fun like it used to be. So how is the hobby going to continue to keep growing when these kids or new kids can't even afford to buy a box? You know, like even hockey. Hockey was so cheap, and now I can't even break it. The one thing with hockey that confuses me is young gun cards, how they're so expensive. Like, I know it's like the premier rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Young guns, but it just seems mass produced like Prism, and it just is the base. But you have Connor McDavid young guns, PSA 10 going for like over a thousand, aren't they? Yeah, I want to say they're doing like three, 3K. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Or am I just don't know? So the then, I know that they weren't printed. I don't know what the print run. I would okay. guess now, like, after the pandemic and all these card companies figured out how much money they can make that they're just like we're just printing tons now okay back then it's it wasn't like it was and it's still you you had to still circle through like i want to say there was like 50 or 60 rookies so you could you could even call like which boxes were his because you would just see the pattern of the rookies that would come out in the first box and you'd be like okay go to the next serial number box or two from there and i want that and boom there'd be a mcdavid rookie that's pretty cool to know. Yeah, that. I remember I opened up a blaster case one time, pulled three of his young guns out of it. That was insane. I was like, and those were twenty dollars boxes, and now those yeah. boxes are like three hundred. There's, there's one goal I have for you and me, is I want a Connor McDavid auto. I'm gonna make it happen. I gotta sell some cards to get it, but I do want. I got you, but then that's that's where you're gonna get the better deal now too. Yeah, babe. <laughs> I do need. I, I do want a Connor McDavid. I enjoy watching him. I'm not a big hockey guy. I want to get into it. I used to be a, in the past. Like, I used to love watching, like, Steve Eisman, Brandon Shanahan, Sergey, um, all these guys. And then it kind of went downhill. And then I want to get back into it because Steve Eisman's now, like, the GM. Um, and he's, like, bringing in talent. I'm like, I need to get back into it. And the mm-hmm. only way to get back into it is for me to start buying cards. I want that hatred of me hating the Avalanche like I did in the past. I see. That's the funny thing now is I used to hate teams like that. Now that I've gotten older and people are like, you know, how I wear my jerseys at shows. They're like, oh, you from San Jose? I'm like, I'm just a hockey fan. Like, I love all sports now. And the logos now that I got older, like, they're just beautiful, man. Like, mm-hmm. I get people hating and yelling at me because I wear my Blackhawks jersey here. And I'm like, bro, it's the most beautiful logo in, in all sports. TV, all sports. Like, how can you hate on something that beautiful? Uh, I don't know. I I'll wear almost any jersey, but I really don't like Boston Bruins. That's probably the only team. That's probably a team I don't like. I, I would it's say just, St. Louis. St. Louis Blues for me, but I typically just hate anything that comes out of St. Louis because I'm a Chicago <laughs> fan. Now let me ask you this, Trees, our our hockey aficionado, yes. Chris Chelios, is he a Blackhawk or a Red Wing? I got he, he almost beat me up one time. <laughs> True story. Like so, yeah, no, it's fun. We were at opening day on Tigers or at Comerica <laughs> Park. Like, this is before Jade. So, this is probably like good, like 10 years ago when he had Chelly's Chili down there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm drinking, smoking, having a good time. I'm just leaning, laying, basically laying on this dude's Escalade. All of a sudden, here comes Chelly. He's like, yo, bro, move your ass or I'm going to move it for you. I'm like, oh, fuck. You're Chris Chelios. You know, you know, I'm like, you're lucky. I'll move. And he just he just gave me that grin, like, yeah, buddy. But that was my one like little comeback. I actually like thought I was like 
Exactly. Yeah, he would have my fucking ass, bro. That dude was still tanning every day, and yeah, he's he's a crazy freak. But yeah, I don't know. I used to, on that you you were saying so Hawk or Red Wing. I remember I used to hate him as a Hawk, and you you love him when he's on your team. So I would no. I would call him Hawk. I would call him a Hawk. No, I would don't say, say don't I would say, say it's hard because isn't he a Chicago boy? No, he's 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 Canadian, ain't he? No, he is U.S. I just, I just know him as a as a Blackhawk. Right? I would say it just seemed Black weird Hawk. him going to Detroit. Yeah, I would I would still consider him a hawk. I, I am excited with. Uh, yeah, I have three daughters, right? And so uh, we were big Black hockey you. fans, but when uh, when Kaner got a little rapey there. It became really difficult to be a Blackhawks fan. Obviously, I'm well, a little bit older. I have kids. I look at the world, and he might be one of the best American players of all time. But it's truly unfortunate because I got to miss, or I chose to miss that period of like some pretty fucking awesome hockey in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So now as him and Taze, and they just traded to Brinkett, and they traded Kirby Dak, and as they're starting to regroup and prepare for the draft, I'm Man, excited we got to get back into from it. You. The Red Wings got Cooper League, and he killed it for you guys in the playoffs a couple of years, or two years ago. Yeah. In the yeah. year. I'll say this. Kane is a Hawk. Chelios is a Red Wing just because his son went to Michigan State, and that's in Michigan. So Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. That one's tough on Chelios because it is – I don't know. I'm not a fan of him, though. I wouldn't buy his shit, so I don't know if that says anything. No? <laughs> I, right, so I don't before... know. I, I wouldn't. I'd buy Lidstrom over Chelios. Before we get out of here, everybody wants to know a little bit more about trees collectibles. Oh man! So we're gonna go. We're gonna go old school. We're some old timers. This is some shit that uh, if you're an '80s baby, you probably played this as a kid. There's a a game called Mary Fuck Kill, right? (laughs) And so me and Manny are gonna alternate giving you some stuff. So I'll give you. I'll give you a softball to start it off. Mary Fuck Kill PSA BGS SGC. I'll marry PSA, fuck BGS, and kill SGC. You <laughs> killed the tuxedo. Didn't even think twice about that. No, that that's fine. I didn't know if you were going to throw ISA in there. That would have been freaking stomped on right there. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one. Clyde Lemieux, Sidney Crosby, or Dylan Larkin? Claude Lemieux. Claude. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'd marry Sydney because he's got the prettiest eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> game respect game, man. Uh, Larkin, I'd fuck because he is a bitch. <laughs> and Lemieux, I'd kill because he – I can't stand him. But... <laughs> uh, all right, marry, fuck, kill. ISA, HGA, tag grading. Oh, this is easy. <laughs> I'd rather marry HGA. I've actually graded with them for fun slabs for my personal shit. I would fucking kill. I'll marry ISA. No, wait. I said I'd marry. I have a couple more years. I'd marry HGA. I'd fuck ISA because Jason's got money and I own his baseball basketball (laughs) court. And I don't even know the other company you said. I'd just kill them. All right. They gone. (laughs) All right, Fruity Pebbles, Captain Crunch, Lucky Charms. Mary Fruity Pebbles, kill the Lucky Charms and fuck the other one. I forget what you said, Cotton Chocula. 
Captain Crunch. Crunch. Captain Crunch. Yeah, I like Captain Crunch. All right. Got to get a little soggy though, so I don't kill my mouth. <laughs> yeah, me too. Crunch berries or no crunch berries? I like the crunch berries, but if if not, it's got to be peanut butter. Gotcha. All right. KFC, Popeyes, Chick Fil A. See, that's fucked up. Because you want to hear the most fucked up thing? I've never had Chick Fil A. I I'm, I'm I don't want to fall into that trap, and I just know it's just fucking glorified chicken. So I just say fuck Chick Chick Fil A. I'm ghetto as fuck, and KFC's everywhere. So I marry that bitch here. And what was the other one? Popeyes. Popeyes. Yeah, leave Popeyes to marry. Wait, marry her. I forget which one I even just said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Ch- Ch- Chick Fil A is trash, dude. You're not missing yeah. anything. I like their their sauce. Their their fillet sauce is good. I got that for my shit here, like when I make my own chicken. But other than let me that, t- let me tell you this: I was traveling, and this dude is like, "You have to have canes. It's the greatest thing ever." And all they serve is chicken good. tenders, fries, and coleslaw. And it was the most plain ass chicken. And all they give you is French dressing to dip your shit in. There is no other options. No barbecue. No honey. It's that bullshit. It's I would so be upset bad. about that. It's so good. Don't listen to him. I'm um, a ranch person. <laughs> all right. I'm not, mine's all food, so I guess I'm the fat That's one. That's fine. Burritos. Inch- I know. So this backstory, Trees loves Mexican food. Burritos, enchiladas, tacos. Oh, man. I lo- I'll go with – I'll marry tacos. Man, enchiladas. I'd fuck burritos and kill, or fuck enchiladas and kill burritos. All right, this is my last one. I got Mary, fuck, kill. Got you. Rad sports cards, bro, nameth, Manny cards. Kill me. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna kill Ryan, and he already knows why. Um, definitely gonna fuck. Manny. Yeah, you can't do that to bro. He's more right? bitchy looking. He's more girly looking right yeah, now. Look at like, them eyes. Like, eat. Put a mop on his head and we're good. And I'll marry bro Namath. I'll marry bro Namath because he's going to take care of me for the rest of my life. I, I would I would go to the same. I feel like bro Namath would be a very good provider. Oh, yeah. You'd be a good cuddler, too. Fucking keep me warm. It's, it's like, it's like, hey, Brandon, uh, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Can you go to Lifetime and get your workout in, please? Your appearance is important to me. <laughs> Get out of bed now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Swisher Sweets, Black and Mild, Backwoods. Fuck. The yeah. only reason I say fuck is because I don't fuck with any of those. So I just throw them all. Yeah. I'm I'm literally straight joints, man. The the, the blunt papers murder me, and I'm I'm allergic to t- uh, tobacco. Like oh, seriously, wow. okay. I smoke. If I smoked a cigar with you guys, I'd be in the fucking hospital the next day. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact about trees. Get into yeah, so if you want to kill me, just put some tobacco in a joint and give it to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get another one since you don't know it. Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello. I'm Raphael, so I'd have to marry. I'll marry Donatello since he's smart. Raphael's got the attitude, so I'd have to kill him just because I don't want to put up with another dick. And I'm. I'd marry, or I'd fuck Michelangelo because he's fun and a party dude. <laughs> I, I thought him. about that too much on that one. <laughs> I knew you would. I was trying to get stuff that you like. You would like. So when we do this dumb shit, that's where like the most thought comes out. Where it's like it's just banter back and forth, and then it's like marry, fuck, kill, and all of a sudden you're like, hmm. Like I'll be laying in bed with my wife, and I'm like, 
did I make a good choice? Was it wrong of me to fuck HGA? Damn, they're going to be hurt now. Well, last last episode I asked Jeremy, we're, like, if you can move your fat to one body part, and it took him five minutes to try to figure out where he wanted his fat to go. Yeah, look, <laughs> Trees is like, See, where Because, yeah, I mean, you, you're like, you put aesthetically, it in how are you going to present to people? Like, you're thinking about, like, your fuck game. Like, there's all these things that go into it, bro. I don't need another ass. I got a big enough ass. I'm not just willy-nilly with this shit like you, Manny. That's why me and Trees get along, because we're thoughtful, thoughtful young people, man. I'm like, I'm like we're in a podcast, and you're just silent for five minutes just thinking. <laughs> it's a thought on that. I don't even – I still am still thinking in my head in the back. Oh, yeah, you'll be sleeping on it. You could DM us where you want to put all your fat. I want to ask my wife that question. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody, make sure you follow Trees Collectibles on Instagram. He's a great follow every day. He might start off with country music in the morning. Then he's straight suburban noise in the middle of the afternoon. Then he's hip gangster rap in the evening. Then he's three-quarters naked, you know, you know, posing in bed with slabs, wearing a thong. Yeah, it's just – Macho in Man. All, in all seriousness, though um, – yeah. It, it, when you look at everybody like with charts telling you what to buy, what not to buy, it's refreshing going through and somebody that you can just, you know, man, that made me smile or that, you know, gave me a good laugh, dude. So I appreciate what you. you want. There you go. I appreciate you, you jumping on. Like, I appreciate where, you guys. Thank you. Where can everyone follow you? So uh, this time. Pay attention, I, Manny. I just said at Trees Collectibles. Thank no, you. No, no, no. He has Tom yeah, C. He, he has his YouTube. Come on. That's just IG. Yeah, it's Trees Collectibles at YouTube, Instagram, and then my Twitter is Trees Cards because Trees Collectibles is too long. But other than that, yeah, just give me uh, – if you guys have any questions or anybody in this that's watching this has any questions, just DM me and we'll go from there. Yeah, dude. Always here to help. Have a good night, man. Thanks, everybody. Love you guys. You guys have a good one. Later.